podcast about comics, storytelling, and art. I'm Leslie, and this is Sloane. Hello. And we are continuing with uh, some programming for, we are especially doing for Vancouver Comic Arts Festival. Due to COVID-19, all the comics festivals that were supposed to happen like in May have been canceled. So if you want to check out more digital programming, you can check out the hashtag CanCAF which is a group effort promoting programming and events from comic festivals across Canada. And today we have a very special guest. We are interviewing Junko Mizuno. Um, Junko is a self-taught artist born in Tokyo and recognized for her unique visual iconography of powerful and often sexy women. Although her art refuses to be categorized, much of it is based on Japanese pop culture from the 70s and 80s, with sources of her inspiration stemming from fetish art, folk art, religious art, psychedelic art, pinup art, advertising art, vintage <laughs> toys, fashion, <laughs> comics, food, nature, movies, TV shows, and video games. Almost everything that surrounds her. She's currently residing in San Francisco and is working on new comics, paintings, illustrations, and product designs ranging from toy figures to t-shirts. Her work has been featured in stores, museums, and fine art galleries around the world. So yay, yay. thank you for joining us, Junko. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you. Yay. So how is quarantine treating you so far? Uh, it's been, you know, working at home is totally normal for most mm-hmm. artists. Mm-hmm. But uh, for, for the first two weeks or so i was freaking out because my visa was expiring at the end of march oh no so i had to figure out what to do i had already booked my flight to japan to renew my visa but i had to cancel Mm -hmm. it and i also had Mm -hmm. to file for extension for my visa Mm -hmm. but you know the the situation kept changing they kept changing all the, the travel restrictions and stuff so i was losing sleep and i was panicking but now i yeah yeah but my visa was you know my attorney helped me to extend my visa so i'm finally focusing on my work and i'm lucky i have a lot of works to do so Mm -hmm. so yeah i've been really productive for the last three weeks or so i don't know (laughs) Oh, nice. I, lo- I lost track of the time. I, I don't know how long it has passed. <laughs> it's been about two months, right? At this yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah, I well, think so. It's good that you're you're back working and not stressing out about, um, about visa situation. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. F- it feels strange also. I, I just try not to think too much about the future, you know. Mm-hmm. So I can't say I'm not stressed at all because it's yeah. very uncertain. But but still, I'm lucky I have some jobs to work on right now. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're working on? I'm <laughs> I'm working on. Uh, I just finished designing my face masks. Like oh, cool. all the other artists are doing, and I've been I've been thinking about opening my own uh, artist shop, like on demand oh, okay. printing thing. So I thought it would be a good chance to start 
doing it right now because I can make face masks. So mm. I just finished it. And I was going to upload the designs today, but, you know, I had the problem with the internet <laughs> connection. So I'm trying to solve it right now. But I'm also working on a character design jobs. Mm-hmm. It's still, I can't, I can't give you the details right now, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's a really good job and it's fun. And I have um, a solo show coming up. It was supposed Ooh, to happen in in June, but we have to postpone. It's going to happen in October. Mm-hmm. It's a food-themed show, and I'm working on the paintings, too. And I have so many other projects. I, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of different types of projects, too, so that's nice. Yeah, I'm also planning to to do a new comic for the first time in a long time later Ooh. this year. So I'm trying to think about the stories and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Very exciting. I'm scared too because I haven't done comics for a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different thing. Yeah. Yeah, me and Leslie had so much fun reading um, Pelu and Pure Trance and looking through your coloring book. Oh, thank you. It was it was really fun to get into. <laughs> yeah, I I think I read Pure Trance a while ago, like when I was a teenager. So it's been very, like you know, fifteen mm-hmm. years or so. So mm-hmm. I could I didn't remember as much as I thought I did, and it was interesting to see see like how much more I got from it this time. Hmm. Um, just like a lot more like dark themes and it was kind of it wasn't like it it made more sense to me now (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was definitely like I also remember reading Pure Trance and like being overwhelmed by your art style Mm -hmm. but then this time around I I had more patience to like read everything very thoroughly and yeah I was like (laughs) god this is terrifying (laughs) (laughs) This is so terrifying. And then same with Pelu, which I have never read before. I was also oh, yeah. like, it was so jarring. I was like, not, I was like not prepared for the story of Pelu. Pelu was so good. I was, yeah. Thank you. Like, I was talking to Sloan about it earlier. Um, I was texting her and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank gosh. you. Yeah. yeah, I think, so Pure Trans is like 20 years old now. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people uh, read it when they were younger, like teenagers, and mm-hmm. they get, they just get shocked at the style of my art. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's natural for me because I grew up, you know, reading a cute Japanese manga, mm-hmm. but I also liked horror comics, mm-hmm. and also I like. Uh, movies like Blade Runner, mm-hmm. yeah, or mm-hmm. or you know things with a lot lot of actions or blood and stuff like that. So it's totally natural for me. I'm not trying to make it shocking by mixing the cuteness and you know terrible things. I just I'm just mm-hmm. putting all the things I like 
into my work. But、mm-hmm. for younger people, they maybe not only younger people. The the for the people who first see my work, they just think like it's like it's like edgy, cute, you know, creepy,、mm-hmm. cute, gothic,、mm-hmm. cute, or something.、Mm-hmm. But I put a lot of things. I don't even think it's a dark dark story. It does、mm-hmm. have darkness, but but it also has a lot of funny moments and. <laughs> different、mm-hmm. things, lots of food. Yeah. So it's it's just me. It's just、uh, I'm I'm a person like that. I have、mm. a lot of weird things going on in my head. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's、yeah. interesting if people read it a couple of times and find out about different things. You know. Uh, not just being shocked.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so dense with like ideas about the future and like body image and relationships. <laughs> like, there's so much going on. It's like extremely rich. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Like, it's. I think it's just so interesting that you you like feel comfortable touching on so many different topics, like mature concepts and like very like adult themes. Just because、mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people here making comics struggle with that. Like they kind of want to make everything、um, less dark. If anything is,、oh. and I feel like they're always kind of like, oh, I can't like, I can't like express myself in this certain way or like show these kinds of themes or like show this going on just because you know someone might like read it and not like it or like or something like that. So it's it's really cool to see. See you just be so free and like yourself in your comics. That's great to hear. Like freedom is very important for me. I, I, I really want to do. You know,、uh, I, I've been trying to put myself into the situation where I can do whatever I want to.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't work. I, you know, I have clients. That tell me not to do this or not to do that, but still for my comics and my paintings, I can do whatever I want to. And I don't know. I understand some people don't want to see dark stuff, but、mm-hmm. you know there are so many happy things in the world. <laughs> If you want to just to be happy, watching movies or animations. Yeah. You know. And also, if I make my stories just happy, it doesn't feel real to me. It feels like I'm not being myself. Because、mm-hmm. I, I know there are happy things, but also, you know, horrible things.、Mm-hmm. And also, everything can be funny sometimes <laughs> if you if you look at things from a different perspective. So I'm just being natural in my comic <laughs> and paintings. <laughs> That's cool. I guess I kind of want to back up a little bit, and I this is like the most basic question ever, but I'm still interested in it.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Leslie、okay. kind of listed it, but I'm interested in how you like came to comics. Like, what were some formative inspirations, and like maybe what were some early attempts at you making art and comics? Okay, I I was. Drawing, 
uh, all my life. I started drawing when I was two or three, and I remember I already wanted to become a, a professional comic artist when I was three. <laughs> but it was natural for little girls around that time in the early 70s in mm -hmm. Japan there were a lot of comic magazines for little kids mm -hmm. so becoming a comic artist was like becoming a celebrity there were so many famous artists both male and females and if you read the, the, the girls comic magazines sometimes they show the the everyday life of comic artists mm -hmm. and they're busy but they they are popular they get you know letters from fans and gifts from fans <laughs> that's <laughs> and, the dream <laughs> yeah and sometimes it's it's fantasized like mm -hmm. you know look at look at the artist she she lives in a fantasy world, mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of thing. Because it, it's it's a magazine for little girls, mm -hmm. so sometimes, um, I don't know. So there were so many girls who was dreaming about becoming a comic artist. Mm -hmm. It was be, it was like becoming like a princess or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a little bit too much into it compared mm. to other girls. <laughs> so I was always drawing. My mother was worried about me. <laughs> but I have a an older sister. Mm -hmm. And she also liked to draw. So we were always drawing. And I started making zines, mm -hmm. like magazines, mm -hmm. my own magazines with, with comics and, you know, fake recipes fake apps. <laughs> <laughs> i even made a catalog of my characters oh nice wow. so my sister can order the merchandise <laughs> so i also made made money out of paper and handed it to my sister and asked her to <laughs> to come awesome. buy buy my magazine and, and really order funny. Yeah, older merchandise. And I, when, when I get when I get an order from my sister, I I will make the merchandise out of paper or clay. And wow! <laughs> so I'm basically doing the same thing <laughs> since I was a kid. I make stuff and sell it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I remember I sent my comic to one of the publishers mm -hmm. of girls comic magazine when i was 10 or 11 and i don't know how to explain each girl's comic magazine had kind of like on um comic school it's it was mm -hmm. called comic school it was just a section inside of the magazine where the mm -hmm. readers can send their own original comics mm -hmm. and the editors would read it. And if it's good, 
they put it in the magazine or or even um, you can become a professional. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so so many Japanese comic artists became professional that way. Hmm. They, they just send the comics and when the editor finds that you you're really talented mm -hmm. you know they start uh paying you and also giving you advice and you know it's like um how do you say the editors will uh educate you mm -hmm. oh that's cool and, ma and make you um, a comic artist but i think that's the the very a common way to become a professional in Japan. That's so cool. And it was normal for some teenage girls to become a professional. There were some uh, famous comic artists who uh, who started as a professional when they were mm -hmm. 15 or 16. Wow. It was pretty normal. Back in the seventies and eighties. Do you remember um, which comics magazine you submitted to? Uh, I think it was Ribbon. Okay. Oh, okay. So one of the most famous. Yeah, Ribbon. <laughs> Shoujo magazine. Ribbon. Ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you're saying That's in Japanese. So cool. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So I, I was ten or eleven, and I really hated school. I hated going to school, so I thought mm -hmm. maybe if I if I become an um, a professional comic artist, maybe I can quit school. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I sent my comic twice, maybe, mm -hmm. and I got replies from the editor and. And he was really nice. He said good things about my comic, and you know, mm -hmm. keep keep working, like keep up mm -hmm. the work, and stuff like that. But you know, I was ten or eleven, so <laughs> of course I couldn't get a job from him. You're like, you're not gonna hire me. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is exactly what you publish already. Like, why can't you just hire me? <laughs> so <I can> keep <laughs> cool. Right. So I think it. The second time I sent my comic was when I was 12 or 13. And I was really, I was a really dramatic girl. And I was <laughs> so shocked I couldn't get a job. And I decided I didn't have the talent in making stories. But mm. still, I wanted to make a living by doing art. Mm -hmm. So I thought maybe I should become an illustrator. Mm hmm so until then, until that time, I was just reading comics and I was just enjoying like regular stuff for kids, mm -hmm. like Hello mm -hmm. Kitty, you know, <laughs> toys for kids. But after that, I started exploring so many other art forms. Mm hmm. 
I remember I got so much into Aubrey Beardsley. Do you oh, know him? Yeah, I love him. Yeah. yeah, I was copying its style when I was 13 or 14.、Mm-hmm. And so I think you can still see the influence from him. He was one of the biggest influences.、Mm-hmm. A lot of and, like, you know, flowers and、yeah. black, heavy blacks. It's、mm-hmm. cool. And there was no internet at that time, so I would go to libraries or bookstores and looked up art books. But I don't know, I got into weird things like fetish <laughs> art, Eric、mm-hmm. Stanton, and stuff like that <laughs>、mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was 15 or 16. I don't know, I was a weird girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept copying. And. But I also liked, you know, I, I still liked the regular girls' comics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, I loved Sailor Moon. Yeah. Yeah, when Sailor Moon came out, I was already 18 or 19, and I was working at a movie theater.、Mm-hmm. And the first Sailor Moon movie was a big hit, and I. I was taking tickets and selling merchandise of Sailor Moon at the movie theater. <laughs> and, I, and the movie was great. And I remembered how fun it used to be to create characters and make stories.、Mm-hmm. And, it, and it made me want to get back to making comics. But now I have so many other influences. Inside of me, other than just manga.、Mm-hmm. So I mixed everything and made a zine, very thin zine, like 10 pages.、Mm-hmm. But it was like the one I used to make as a kid. <laughs> it had a short comic and fake ad for fake ad for like adult toys and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I had my f- friend sell it at their, at their shop. They had, a, they had a store in Harajuku.、Uh-huh. And they were selling like, American vintage toys and, and vintage clothing.、Mm-hmm. But also, they were selling a little bit of artists. Uh, zins and some handmade accessories and stuff.、Hmm. So I asked them to sell my zins there. And it's kind of like was... a mixed boutique type situation. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And one time there was a, it was like a fashion and music magazine. They wanted to. Cover the store, so they came to the store and they the editor found out my my scene and she wanted to give me jobs in the magazine. So、mm-hmm. that that's the first time when I finally got the real job in the magazine. That's so cool, and yeah, and I was like 23. 22、mm-hmm. or 
and it was right after the bubble economy. So, so it was still good. The economy was still good. So I was、mm-hmm. lucky. I got a lot of different jobs from the people who saw the comic in the magazine. So、uh-huh. for yeah, so for pure trance, that was first serialized in a in a CD booklet. Mm-hmm. Which is very unusual, but it was also from the magazine. <coughs>、mm-hmm. Yeah,、uh, they had an ad for the CD, the, the, the techno CD series in the magazine.、Mm-hmm. So they wanted me to just do the the cover art first, but they also liked the comic and came up with the idea to do a story. You know, printed in the in the booklet, and then when when it when the the CD series was over, I added a lot of pages and made it into a book. That's cool. Was、yeah. the concept、um, something that you discussed with like the with the company that hired you, or was it all you, or how did that come come up? Or how did、oh, you come up with the concept? Sorry, I couldn't <laughs> hear the, the first part. Um. So was the was like the story behind Pure Trance all you, or was it like a collaboration with like the company that hired you, or it's how ba- did the it concept basically... come to be? <laughs> so the guy I was working with at the the record company. He was he was into comics, but he was not an artist. He just Liked comics, and since、mm-hmm. it's for a techno compilation CD series, he wanted me to. He wanted me to do a story, that is like sci-fi, but also、mm-hmm. very primitive. Like it's like Blade Runner and maybe Flintstones. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know、mm-hmm. I mean? techno music is. Is modern, but also it feels like,、um, like primal. Yeah, high energy. Like, like, yeah, like ritual yeah. music kind、mm-hmm. of thing. So that's what he wanted me to wanted me to do.、Mm-hmm. But I don't remember much about it. I was still very young. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember when, when the publisher decided to make it into a book. I thought、mm-hmm. it might be, I thought it might be my, it might be. It, it was my first time making a book, but but I also thought it might be my my last book. Because、mm-hmm. you never know <laughs> if it would sell. So I remember I put all the things I wanted to do in into that one story. That's why it's、mm-hmm. so dense. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Like, what was your process with putting the story together? Did you like write out scripts, or did you kind of just draw your way through it? 
Yeah, I usually write down. I mean, I start with with thinking, you know, coming up with the idea when I was walking or when I'm eating or whenever,、mm-hmm. and I put the ideas. I I write it down. I mean, I put put it in my、um, a note. App,、mm-hmm. and then I start making stories, like writing script.、Mm-hmm. But it's it's not really a script. It's only I can understand it.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes that sometimes I don't even understand it. You know when it's written a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Look at my nose, and you know what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> But basically, I write down scripts and then、mm-hmm. uh, try to think about how to divide. Like, you know, I put this part into one page or two pages, or you know what I mean. You,、mm-hmm. yeah, you have to divide. The stories into pages, right? And then I do the.、Uh, I always forget the name. What's the name?、Uh, sorry, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> It's like the rough.、Uh, kind of like, like the sketching. sketches, the thumbnails. No, not the sketches. I do the sketches when I'm coming up with ideas, but after、mm-hmm. writing. After the script is done, it's、uh, storyboard. <laughs> Sorry,、oh, yeah. I don't know. This word is very difficult for me to remember all the time. In Japanese, it's called name. It's like a name,、um, but I don't know why it's called name in Japanese. <laughs> it's, to- it's totally different storyboard. <laughs> yeah, it's hard、I'm、to write- remember. Yeah, I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna do the storyboard and then start, you know, drawing on paper. Nice. Is there any like specific like routines、um, to how you go through like inking and drawing? Like, do you have like favorite tools? Do you like to listen to music, or do you need like complete silence to to work? Uh, when I'm working on the, s- the script and storyboard, I usually、um, I usually like to do it in the complete silence.、Mm-hmm. I get distracted, but when I'm coming up with ideas, I walk around with music sometimes.、Mm-hmm. But when I'm working on The drawing, inking, or sketching—it depends. Sometimes I listen to the music. Sometimes I listen to the radio, like Japanese、mm-hmm. radio.、Mm-hmm. But it depends. I usually don't like silence.、Mm-hmm. It's only when I'm working on the script and storyboard. Yeah, same, same here. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but you- what? Walking is very important for me. I come up、mm-hmm. with new ideas when I'm walking. 
Do you also read like other comics while you're coming up with stories or do you find that like it influences you too much or anything or neutral? Are you neutral about it? I I used to read more comics when I was younger. Recently, Mm -hmm. I get, I don't know, I get distracted. I'm so busy. So it's so really hard for me to to follow the story i don't know same Mm. as same as video games i can only do very simple like puzzle games or something you know if Mm. i start doing like the real game you know i (laughs) i get too much into it and forget (laughs) about the work but for comics i I don't know. I I haven't read much comics recently, but I have mm-hmm. some some of my favorites in my bookshelf. But it's oh, it's yeah, an I old know your favorites. yeah, it's an old ones based usually. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I look at it to get motivated, but mm-hmm. I also like to look at. I also like to check out zins by mm-hmm. younger artists because mm-hmm. it reminds me of the the fun to be totally free and you know yeah. do whatever <laughs> I want to some of yeah. them are really crazy I like it and sometimes I get jealous because now mm-hmm. it's my it's my job so I have to think about if it sells if it makes enough money <laughs> Yeah. for me to mm-hmm. do so I yeah I remember the time when I was a kid and you know making zins just for fun mm-hmm. but I don't want to forget about the feeling I have to think about money but also I still try to be as free as possible mm-hmm. so trying it's it's hard to keep the balance but i don't want to i don't want to do something that i don't want to just for the money yeah right right does that come up a lot for you in your work do you find you have to like censor yourself or limit your style or your like actually i yeah i've I don't know. I think I'm lucky. So people who who offer me jobs, they know my style. Mm-hmm. So they don't tell me to do like have to draw a handsome guy or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or things like they know that. what they're getting into. When they yeah, have. yeah. <laughs> so they are just tiny things, like mm-hmm. no no blood or. You know, no nipples or things like that. But <laughs> but it's not it's not a problem for me. If I wanna draw blood on nipples, I can I can do <laughs> it in my comic or paintings right. anytime. <laughs> so it doesn't bother me. Yeah, at you're all. not. <laughs> yeah. you're like, I won't do yeah. it just one time. <laughs> yeah. I can cover it up. <laughs> so yeah, I I don't have to do what I really don't want to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to change a tiny things, but that is all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but that's because I'm a weird artist. 
and my clients mm -hmm. know it. So they don't yeah. give, give me unrealistic requests. Right. I know it's so interesting. I was just thinking about like all the, your influences and how you came by them. And I feel like it's such a, I feel like not having the internet as your main source of inspiration. Like I think it was for me and Leslie, it makes it mm -hmm. a lot different. Like things stick in your mind more when you're, when you have to like go in person to like a library or a bookshop or a store and your pen, you pick up toys or you open a book, like, Mm -hmm. To me, uh, for me, I feel like all, a lot of my image consumption and insp inspiration came from like Tumblr. So I would just yeah. be scrolling, scrolling through, you know, these thumbnails of images and maybe something would catch my eye. But I feel like a lot of it kind of just like melted off of me, you know, kind of mm -hmm. would just slide off my brain. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, a, it's like saturation, image saturation. Yeah. Whereas, like, when you make the effort to go somewhere or, like, check out an artist that you really like and kind of, like, try to understand what you like about their work, then you're kind of being more, uh, being less passive about, like, your consumption, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even just reading um, your books this week, Junko, was, like, really exciting to have, like, <laughs> just, like, uh, these huge, beautiful printed pages and just be able yeah. to, like, live in your style and mm. your storytelling and it was very inspiring i'm like man i can i can i, I could do i could do that too i could do whatever i wanted <laughs> so yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like really dramatic and like it doesn't have to be totally explained like it's enough where you like understand oh. what's going on but you're not like trying to trying too hard to like make people like understand like the point of each each story mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't know. I do get influenced by the things I see on the internet a mm -hmm. lot. Yeah. You know, I look at the, the, the f you know, food photos on Instagram and, you know, find the shapes to be interesting. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it affects my design. But I don't know. I, to me, it's really interesting that I grew up without the internet, and now I ha I get a lot of information from internet, mm -hmm. and I sometimes I wonder how it feels to younger people who grew up with the internet all the time. Yeah, but it looks like some younger people still are they're still interested in doing. Uh, non-digital painting or drawing mm -hmm. you know, or getting physical books maybe it's yeah i don't know i i really want to know how they feel because it must be really different you know their brain and my brain are probably very different mm. yeah i don't know i <laughs> Do you feel like you know, do you feel like you have like a younger audience or do you feel like you have like an audience that, that's more your age? Do you have like a feel for that? I think I have younger audience, but also uh, recently I hear a lot from the people who used to enjoy my work when they mm -hmm. were 
teenagers. That's what I hear a lot. I think、mm. I think there are people around my age who still appreciate my work, but they are usually busy, you know,、mm. raising kids and stuff. <laughs> so,、mm. so、right. I hear more from younger people right now. That makes sense.、Mm-hmm. Hmm. I kind of want to get Leslie. Do you want to get more into pure trance, and we can talk a little bit about the story and like, yeah, like the themes and stuff. Yeah.、Um, I guess you can start. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I. Well, I mean, I guess these themes, Junko. Your themes kind of like are also like you were saying. You're really interested in exploring darker themes, and I'm interested in like why those have a draw to you. Like, I understand like there's a Everyone has like kind of like a primal draw to like pain and death and like power imbalances and stuff. But I'm interested in how you portrayed it. So if you have anything you can share about like your like why you pursue these darker themes, I'd love to hear it.、Mm. I I can't get into the I can't I can't go into the details,、mm-hmm. but. I have to say, I was not a very happy child.、Mm-hmm. My family had problems,、mm-hmm. and it was difficult for me to be just happy. I had a lot of things to think about when I was a、mm-hmm. little kid. I was also a very anxious person. I had a very、mm-hmm. bad anxiety since I was a kid.、Mm-hmm. So. So I enjoyed the cute and happy stuff,、mm-hmm. but I, but I could also relate to darker, creepy comics. Right. And do you have any? I I also don't want to press you to like get too into it if you're not comfortable. So no worries if you don't want to talk about it. We can、mm-hmm. always veer. Into other territory, like Pelu territory. <laughs> oh, but it, it's okay. Or, or your favorite horror, or, or your favorite horror comics too. <laughs> yeah, but I I can only say it. You know, I experienced both. I knew there were、uh, happy things and dark things in the world. I had、mm-hmm. to learn that when I was very little. Right. And also, since I I'm an anxious person, I had to learn. I learned to to look at myself objectively.、Mm-hmm. So when I was very anxious and scared, I also looked at myself from the other side, and you know, kind of laughed at me for thinking too much. <laughs> Yeah. So, so I think it helped me、uh, to make stories, or, or I don't know. My comic is not like, you know, the the world is the darkest place, and you know, there's no happy things,、yeah. right? I could see different things from different perspective. And、mm-hmm. that's because my childhood was a little bit difficult.
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but I'm lucky because I also had a lot of fun things. My sister and I were good friends and and she's always been supportive of my art. Mm-hmm. So that helped me. So we had a lot of fun creating things. That's so fun. Yeah. It's fun to have a sibling that likes comics too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> my siblings make fun of me for my comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, 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 I learned not to be too serious and, mm-hmm. you know, to, to look at things from different sides. Uh, yeah. Mm. Were you going to say something, Leslie? Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, I think having someone advocate for your work, especially at a young age, is really helpful. Um, but, yeah, it's it's cool that you had a sister that was really supportive of your work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's still very supportive. She's raising a kid right now but in, in Japan, but I still, like, yesterday I sent her my mask designs and asked which was better and and she always responds really quick that's cool Mm -hmm. such a good sis yeah (laughs) that's cool yeah i just i really i love queer trans because i love science fiction and horror and this was like I was like, oh, this is like every single page is like its own story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. And, and also it's like, um, there's so much here. Like, obviously your work is very focused on like women and their experiences. Mm-hmm. But I also love that it's like, you have like different levels of how the world treats women. Like you have like this institutional, this like crazy hospital yeah advantage of these women and then you have like other women in higher positions treating the ones in lower positions poorly and like torturing them (laughs) power imbalances (laughs) yeah yeah, there's like eating disorders and like stolen pregnancies like it's it's crazy but yeah it's very it's very like nuanced of this uh, sort of experience so i really i really like that that was really thank you but it blew my way (laughs) But it's also a fantasy, so mm-hmm. yeah, not all of it should be taken too seriously. You can just enjoy the weird world, yes. you know? yeah, like a really good nightmare or something. Yeah, <laughs> really interesting. Very nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd love to know. I know you mentioned horror comics, and you m- mentioned a couple influences but do you have any favorite horror comics that horror comics yeah or like scary i don't know i used to read a lot of uh you know kazuo umezu mm-hmm. yeah i remember my mother didn't want me to have his comic <laughs> oh, really? she, yeah she she didn't <laughs> she didn't let me see uh, horror movies you know in the 80s there were so many like there were so many horror movies with yes. with weird weird creatures and my mm-hmm. mother thought it was really bad for education mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't even <laughs> let me 
Let me see E.T. Because oh. <laughs> she she thought it was a, a horror. Horror. yeah she thought it was a horror movie, That's so I so couldn't I couldn't see E.T. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but I remember I had a friend. She she had all the comics of of Kazuo Umezu. Mm-hmm. She was so much into it, and I would go to her place and started reading it without mm-hmm. playing with her. We were just <laughs> re- reading comics. And it's, <laughs> it's so powerful. It gives you the real horror, especially yeah. when you are when you're a kid. When you look at his comic now, it feels. It feels funny a little bit. If you if you watch old horror movies, it's scary mm-hmm. but also funny. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but when I was a kid, his comic was really, really scary. It made me. I don't know. It affected my body. It made my body mm-hmm. stiff. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're really scary, you get that. So I had a really um i don't know i remember on the way back home from her place i was always so (laughs) what did i just read (laughs) i would have have nightmare (laughs) but it was so powerful it means his comic is really good yeah. Right. And I think I think I liked it in a way because it I couldn't stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, later, yeah, even today, drifting classroom is still scary to me. Yeah, drifting classroom <laughs> is really scary. <laughs> but later, he started making more like science fiction kind of comics, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. great. It's still very powerful. He's one of the the artists I respect the most. He's a genius, I think. So, mm. I feel like he has a very like he's his work is very primal. Like it kind of makes me feel like this flight or like <laughs> fight or flight instinct <laughs> when I see it sometimes. <laughs> it's because like when he draws draws people like scared, they look really really scared, and mm-hmm. it's kind of funny just because it's like. He does it so much that it's almost like that's just his icon. That's just like the scared screaming face. Mm-hmm. But it's still like you can still feel like the anxiety and the fear. Yeah. It's very powerful. Yeah, he's he's very interesting. He has a uh I think he has he has a brain of a child in a good way. <laughs> it, it's not like it's not like he's he's like a it's not like he's a child but you know he still has the is the child's purity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. inside of him yeah so yeah it feels very visceral Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and powerful it reminds me of um what's that shuzo oshimi book that we just read recently leslie Like I the feel trail, like would like it. trail of blood or something was it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you heard of that at all, Junko? What's the name of the the I artist? Shuzo Oshimi. 
He did. Um, I think his most famous one was Flowers of Evil. I think. Uh, was it like Akunohana? Akunohana. Is it but new? It's like it's new. Yeah, relatively new. Yeah, he's probably in the he's last. He's like 10 still years. serializing it. Yeah, but I don't. Know. Kind of has like a lot of like really tense moments where it's not like what's happening isn't scary, but. Like the feeling is scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I know it's interesting. It's like you know, sometimes you have a dream, and the dream itself is not that scary, but it has this scary feeling. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like that with with some horror comics. Yeah, or just the fear of not understanding what is happening, even if it's not scary or like violent or dangerous just mm-hmm. so absurd and scary <laughs> yeah and also i don't know how old you are but i grew up in the 70s mm-hmm. and especially early 70s you know everything felt kind of scary i don't know it's hmm. it was a time the tv commercials you know, <laughs> If you see the 70s movies, even if it's a happy movie, you know, it feels kind of dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels maybe it's the, the, the color or the sound. I don't know. Mm. The music, you know, the, the psychedelic art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was popular at the time. It was colorful and bright, but also kind of creepy. Mm. So I think it, it it affected my art too, because mm-hmm. as a kid, you know, I the fact that I was a little girl in the seventies, mm-hmm. it was a weird time. You know, in the eighties, it was more, it was, it was happier probably. In the seventies. It's more yeah. like underlying darkness, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's what I remember. Hmm. I know I'm trying to think of like prominent like 70s movies, like Japanese movies, and all, all I can think of is House. I don't know if you've uh, seen yeah, that, yeah, but yeah. That, sounds like, <laughs> that sounds like what you're describing to me. Just kind of like, kind of over the top, but extremely creepy and crazy. and Yeah. <laughs> and like nonsense. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, seven eight was like that. Sometimes younger people see some weird animations, seventies animation on YouTube, mm-hmm. and and they say like, oh, "This is crazy," but it mm-hmm. kind of feels normal to me. <laughs> if you grow mm-hmm. up in in the seventies, you you see a lot of weird things, even on TV. Yeah, I I think I was watching. This is off topic but i was watching i've been watching this cake decorating these cake decorating videos on youtube mm-hmm. um the person is like they they really love like this like vintage like 70s american aesthetic so they everything that they do is like there's so much frosting and colors mm-hmm. but then for some reason all the comments are like i'm so scared right now like i don't know why like, it's like i did like, a <laughs> horror movie or something and i'm like it's interesting that someone that thinks this is like really cute and like normal is being like they other people like see them as being <laughs> weird and scary <laughs> yeah i understand that feeling and i like it i don't know yeah 
<laughs> it's like a disconnect between like what you're putting down and what other people are picking up. <laughs> from- yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Should we talk a little bit about Pelu before we have to wrap up? Oh yeah. You need to get into Pelu. <laughs> Can you tell us like how Pelu came to be and like the themes that you wanted to explore with him? Okay, so Pelu was, it was a a serial comic. Mm -hmm. It was serialized in a monthly comic. So I had to do 16 pages a month. I also had a lot of different, you know, a lot of other works. Mm -hmm. So so that's why it doesn't look dense as Veritrans. Because I had to do it monthly. Mm-hmm. But for the story, I wanted to do so. I did Pietrans and I also did fairy tale series. Oh like, right, mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. made I made my versions of Cinderella and Hansel and Gretel, Gretel right. and Mermaid. Mm-hmm. So for Pelu, I wanted to do something very Japanese like 60s, 70s Japanese mm-hmm. kind of thing. And also, the, sto- so the story is a little bit like soap opera kind of thing. You know, some, mm-hmm. some episodes are very kind of cheesy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but with, with my twist, you know, I wanted to do my version of in the cheesy Japanese soap opera mm-hmm. that my mother used to watch on TV <laughs> in Pelu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it has a nostalgic feeling for me. Mm-hmm. And also the character is inspired by, you know, Tora-san? It's a... Uh, let me check if it's translated into English. There's a, there's this movie series, mm-hmm. and the main character is a guy. He's a comedian, and he doesn't have a real job. He just. <laughs> You know, wandering around in Japan, like selling uh-huh. ra- selling random stuff on the street, and everywhere he goes, he meets a woman, and he likes her, but he ends up <laughs> helping, but he ends up helping her being with other guys, or you know, <laughs> that kind of <laughs> sad yeah. story. But but it's a comedy. It's played so by a funny. by a super famous uh, comedian. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. already dead. Yeah, it's called Otoko wa Tsuraiyo, but it's mm-hmm. probably it's not. Being a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. it's tough being a man, but it's a really funny. It's like a nationally famous movie series. Mm-hmm. I think they made forty eight films or something until he dies yeah he he recently made the 50th 
movie, but I think he's not wow. in it because he's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> I would it's a real in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it sounds really funny. I but every yeah, it's really funny, and the actors are really good, and it's it's popular for older people. But mm-hmm. I think it's enjoyable for younger people too. But the story is basically he. He's not. He's he's an he's awkward with women. So he's super nice, and he likes a woman, and she likes him as a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always unrequited. <laughs> yeah, so Pelu is is kind of inspired. By that character, so it's so very funny. like so it, it's Showa era of Japan. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, he kind of also reminds me of like his mirror, like the mirror that allows him to travel. It kind of reminded me of like Doraemon a little bit, just because yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. like why like like he has this like amazing power, but he only like he all he does is like. <laughs> hang out with like girls he thinks are pretty or like yeah. his homeless friend <laughs> he like doesn't yeah. use it <laughs> yeah the, the design of the character is inspired by uh you know the author of Doraemon mm-hmm. yeah he he also did this other comic called Mojako and Mojako is is it, it looks like Pelu I don't think it's translated into English. It's a really good one. The comic. They made an animation, but it, it's, mm-hmm. the comic is much better. It deals mm-hmm. with some darker theme. But, you know, the style is the same. It's a little bit darker, but also mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't prepared for how real the, like, feelings were going to be with Pelu. Like, Pelu was, like, so <laughs> desperate to find companionship and, like, have a child. And I was like, okay, yeah, this it's is like pretty a- silly. And then I was like, oh, gosh. Like, he's, like, trying. He's like, I, I need to rent an apartment. Like, I need my own car. Like, <laughs> all these, like, real stressful things that I also think about. And I'm like, oh, it's like man. Real, like, coming of Pelu. age. Real life, like, <laughs> problems. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know it, it's also part of part of him is like like me I mm-hmm. especially when I was a teenager I'm very short I'm just four foot ten oh wow mm-hmm. and I was chubby and I was treated like a clown all the time mm-hmm. both by by girls and boys. Mm-hmm. So I they didn't hate me. They didn't they didn't mean to mean to bully me probably, but I was not happy with them treating me like a weird cartoon character. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I do something, they laugh at me and say, "Oh, you look funny doing that." <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so of course I so couldn't bad. I couldn't be in a relationship because I was a 
it was basically like a clown. So、mm-hmm. I remembered that time when I was making the story. So, so that's why it's kind of real. <laughs> you know?、mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real feeling I used to have as a teenager. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Just like <clears throat> he can't, he tries his best to like come off like cool and charming, but no、yeah. matter what he does, he's still just like too hot for that. Yeah. Hello. And then、tragic. I really love his, it's, it's so tragic. <laughs> And I love his like, his, like, homeless friend. What is his name again? Susan. Susan. <laughs> Susan. Yeah. It's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. I, I, I was reading, like, the end of volume two, and I was like, what? <laughs> Susan's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I was like, I didn't know I cared about Susan so much until he was gone. And yeah. Was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a.、Uh, Volume three,、uh, we are trying to translate into English.、Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm excited. I hope it will happen soon. Yeah. I hope Pelu gets married finally. Everyone <laughs>、uh, <I> <laughs> suffers for all of her tea <laughs> in a funny wanna... way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing and funny. <laughs> yeah, I really、uh, need、Pelu. to work on that. Yeah, I have to talk with Last Gasp. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that was so. They sent us comp copies, which was so nice, nice of them, and they're so beautiful. Yeah, I love the、mm-hmm. books. Yeah, I like Last Gasp. I like working with them. Yeah, they're really good.、Um, since we're close to. Well, we're getting over it now. Where do you want to.、Um, what can we end on? I guess I'm interested in like how you've,、um, how you feel you've been received, like in comparison to like your Japanese audiences. How have, have like、uh, English speaking audiences like received your work?、Uh, it's very different. I think it's changing in Japan too, but basically, Japan is all about you know, cuteness. Mm-hmm. And they can get really superficial un-、mm. until you explain to them. So when they see my work, they're like, oh, it's cute and creepy. I like it.、Mm-hmm. They, they keep saying kawaii, kawaii.、Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> But I was surprised when I started publishing my comics here because if you see the, the, the Amazon review, there are so many. People, you know, writing about their thoughts for the story. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very different and interesting. That's cool. Yeah, but in Japan, if you tell them, if you, if you give them some ideas, like this is not, not only about cuteness and creepiness.、Mm-hmm. There are a lot more in it. You know, they start thinking about it. And I think it's changing right now because of Twitter. You know,、uh-huh. people, especially women, women started thinking more about feminism and stuff. Because、mm-hmm. they can be anonymous. 
you know, if they talk yeah. about feminism, they get mashed sometimes. But right. when they're anonymous, they can be really like tough. Sometimes they can、mm-hmm. get really nasty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> complaining about men. <laughs> it's really funny, but so it's. I think it's changing now. So the next comic I'm doing is for Japanese audience. I'm thinking、mm-hmm. about making a book, publishing a book、mm-hmm. in Japan for the first time in、oh, like 15 years or something. So I'm really looking forward to see how they react now. Because the attitude has changed. That's, cool. That's、mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me. It reminds me of.、Um, You know,、uh, she's a her her name is Megumi Megumi Igarashi.、Mm-hmm. She goes by Roku Denashiko. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her. She was very popular. I know Koyama Press published her book、mm-hmm. a couple、mm-hmm. years ago, and it was interesting to hear her perspective on her, like women's work and like obscenity and art. Yeah. So、mm-hmm. that's interesting. Hear from you that that is also that it's changing for the better and like、mm-hmm. the response to your、so. work is getting richer and people are appreciating it more. Yeah, I know it's I can I can tell there are more women who are who who、uh, there are more women who want to change things in Japan.、Mm-hmm. It's going very slowly, but it's definitely changing. I I talk、mm-hmm. with my、uh, with my friends in Japan who are editors and writers, and they all talk about that kind of thing.、Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be interesting, I think. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, like more discussion about like women's art、mm-hmm. becomes like more mainstream, and yeah, women feel more comfortable talking about it too. Yeah. I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about Japanese girls.、Mm-hmm. Obsessed too much about being cute. All they think about、mm-hmm. is being cute. I'm a cute, you know.、Mm-hmm. So I'm not cute. I'm so sad. But so, yeah. I don't know. I feel complicated sometimes because some of them tell me that I want to look like your character. But、yeah. but it but it's a drawing, you know.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want real people to look like my characters. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they want to be powerful like my character, that makes me happy.、Mm-hmm. But if they want to have a surgery to have big eyes or big boobs, that's not what I want. What I want、yeah. them to do. So. Yeah, that. It kind of reminds me, like my friend、um, was on. I was on Twitter, and my friend was like retweeting this, this like Japanese girls magazine. So it's like probably elementary school,、mm-hmm. and they were like, they they were like, oh, this is crazy, just because like all the pages were like, how do you like talk to boys or like get a boyfriend, yeah, <laughs> or like how do you do like this kind of makeup? Which is like, I like all those things too, but like if I was ten. And I had、mm-hmm. to like see that and like be exposed to that and like think that、yeah. that was normal. Then I feel like I would feel even more self conscious, which is bad. I know. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. It's it's all about being liked. 
being cute, mm-hmm. being accepted.、Mm. But also now there are more people who are against it and who talk about it.、Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to change. For now,、mm. it's still older guys. You know who who run the publishing companies, you know,、mm. who make TV shows. So they still have the old ideas, but now people are getting to realize that you know that it shouldn't be like that anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think it's gonna be different in the next ten years or something. I hope so. I have a little niece, so I don't want her to be like thinking only about looking cute and young. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Trapped in the cute vortex. But <laughs> <laughs>、well, like, I, 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 I like cute hibiscus art. Like, just be like very scratchy and have like <laughs> have like eye bags and smudges. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. I mean, I like I like cute stuff, cute designs,、mm-hmm. but I don't like the idea that women should be young and cute all the time. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Yeah, that's something I think about too. Is like how much of the work I'm making portrays like my ideals or like what. What it has been impressed on me to be ideal, so I feel like I'm always grappling that with that, especially when it comes to like body image.、Mm-hmm. Uh, like it could be easy to like just draw a body really quickly, like a very like athletic, appealing, traditionally appealing body, but then I like I'm like that's not necessarily like what I want or how I want to approach it. But yeah, yeah it's always something I'm conflicted about. I know.、Sure. I try yeah, not I to. Think- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I I try not to think too much about it. Also,、mm-hmm. I, yeah. Sometimes my girls have really thick、uh, arms and unrealistically big hands and stuff like that. <laughs> But it's it's just style. So you know, not everything has to be realistic. But I got a hand inflation surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with big hands. <laughs> I know it's like how much is our responsibility to like, you know, like create a fair or like inclusive image, and how much of it is just like people just need to work within themselves to understand that they can't just. You know that they need、yeah. to undo this ideal. You know, it's not like our responsibility、yeah. to do、mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think there's a bit of both. Like I think you can think about that, and it's important too. And it's, it's, it can be more interesting if you allow that to come through in your work. But I don't think that automatically doing that just because other people are saying, "Oh, you only draw like this type of body" or like, or whatever ideal bodies. I don't、yeah. think that. Not doing that makes it more interesting. If that makes、mm-hmm. sense, <laughs> like it doesn't automatically、yeah. make it like meaningful. Yeah. To me,、right. and it's like I grew up with a lot of you know comics, like watching TV, like anime. So it's not like I was never exposed to that. I obviously、mm-hmm. like it influences people, but I never looked at like 
a drawing and was like, I wish I looked like that. So maybe that's like <laughs> what's different about me and like other people. Yeah, I know. It's not just comics or animations, you know, there's also education mm-hmm. uh, to make kids feel comfortable with themselves. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to be uh, I don't know. It's hard to <laughs> hard to explain. No, that's, that's true. right. Like I feel like that's the whole thing in the U.S. right now with representation in like all forms of media. Yeah, like a lot of people would just be like, you know, they'll throw in like a black character or a queer character, and that's enough. But because and that's like people look to media as like their main form of like education mm-hmm. and ex- like to learn about experiences of other people when it needs to be like the news either from like... those people or first person experience yeah in whatever literature or like you're saying in education like it needs to yeah be- yeah yeah very like you, it's very like, like people shouldn't be learning about relationships necessarily like through like soap operas or something you know like it's yeah. it's like this like magnified version of what really happens mm-hmm. and it's also like kind of like more romantic i guess but yeah. i wouldn't say like oh i watched like the soap opera and because like this character got pregnant like from this or that like i'm gonna do that same thing like i think you kind of have to look at it in a way where you're like okay that's like fiction yeah um, yeah that's the important thing we just need to teach kids that you know the fiction and reality it's it's a different thing mm-hmm. so you don't have to look like cartoon characters you don't have to have the same relationship as the movie characters yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they're slowly trying to use pop culture as the main form of education. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I guess that's kind of like US centric as well because our education system is so bad. So <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah. Um, Leslie, do you have any last questions before we let Junko go? I feel like we covered a lot of good ground. Like, I. Yeah, totally. So I think... Junko, do you have. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Leslie. Oh, no. Um... You go ahead. Do you have anything to like plug, Junko? Do you want to tell us about your? You said you have a show coming up in October. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, uh, my my face masks will be available very soon. Once <laughs> <laughs> nice. once the internet is connected to my iPad. <laughs> Awesome. And where can they, where can we buy face masks on your website or? Yeah, it's, it's it will be on threatless.com. Okay. Oh, okay. But it's going to be announced on my website and, you know, Instagram. Just, just go to my website. Everything is on there. Okay, okay cool. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Well, thank you, Junko. This was, it was so awesome to talk to you about your work. Thank you we so much. We love your comics and art so much. So this was <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> really fun. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to talk with you. I don't want to. I don't want to go back to the reality and work with the internet connection. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice little break from yeah. Yeah, real problems. Yeah. Well, hopefully, we can meet you in person once lockdown ends at a convention mm-hmm. someday in the future. It'd be nice to see to meet you. 
yeah in real life yeah <laughs> yeah I, re- um, I, I really wanted to go to vancouver so oh sad. yeah i know it would have been so nice yeah i love vancouver i really miss traveling right now like <laughs> just like i'm so sick sick of being in my house but it's okay um do you have any like do you want to plug your social media or anything or so my website is is mizunojunko.com but if you uh search my name it just comes up and all i have instagram twitter facebook but it's the the links are all on my website so you can just go there find nice. out awesome well you can find the podcast at salt and honey pod on twitter um mm-hmm. you can find me leslie at leslie hung on twitter and at dairy free on instagram sloan mm-hmm. and i'm at sloan at sloan on twitter and sloan young on instagram okay yay <laughs> thank, yay. thank you so much junko it was really thank nice you. having you thank you